Yo, 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 we is back, episode uh, number three, Uno's number Dose, three, Trace. Baby, number three, number three. We are back with the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study, where yes, yes. Uh, I ain't got no slogan for it, I'm just going to make up one. We'll be getting the book, and it's a good look, I mean, off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, off the dome and not off my phone, real talk. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is going to be like one of the normal shows on the Thursday. Well, I'll be like, uh, Rob, what's good? And my what's good is that after this computer crashed, all of a sudden it came back just in the nick of time. And, yeah, it did, brother. Uh, Won't he do it? Is, Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it? Won't he will? As they say. Won't he will? <laughs> <laughs> Won't he do it? What's Won't up, he good will? people? What's up, what's good up, people? man? Hello to everybody. Uh, y'all come in, man. Let, let us know you in the building. Please like, share, and subscribe. You know what I mean? Yeah, all that yeah. good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Smash that like button, as they say on YouTube. <laughs> y'all be so corny to me when folks do that. Hello, Miss Ward. Hello, good evening, Ms. man. Ward, what's going on, man? Good evening to everyone that's tuning in and checking in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Smash the like button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Share. Yeah, subscribe. Share. Good evening, Miss Winder. Good, good evening, Miss Winder. And you will be able to call Rob Doc tonight, Miss Winder. Call him Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Elder. The other days, Deacon Davis, Deacon Davis in the building. Yeah, yeah, man. And so, if y'all don't know, this yeah. is not the same Bible study, um, mm -hmm. not podcast, but Bible study. But we still want to make this practical. We still want to have a good time while digging into the Word, and we definitely appreciate you guys tuning in. This is um episode number three, ain't it? Yes, number three. Yeah, it's Trey. AKA episode Brian Trejo. Salute to Trejo. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get deep. It's three three for the Trinity. <laughs> Father, Son, Trinity, Holy Father, Spirit. Son, As we talk the... about the Son tonight. One time for the Father, Son, and mm -hmm. Holy Ghost. Yes, mm -hmm. sir. All right, all right, see, let's go ahead and get into this. All right, man. So if you have been tracking with us, our subject has been over the last two episodes, and uh, who is Jesus and who was Jesus? And we started off, when we first started, we got into the fall of man, which is the fall of Adam and Eve, uh, Satan that was in the form of a serpent deceived Eve. Eve ate a fruit because everybody says it's an apple, but the Bible did not say yeah. it's an apple. It's a piece of fruit. We don't know what it was. Could have been a uh, what they call it, man, mandrake or something. We don't know what that jump was, but it was a fruit. That jump had to be fire for to cause all mankind to fall. <laughs> that had to be a perfect piece of fruit. I'm talking about glistening with the drips on it and everything, brother. But anyway, anyway, yeah, so. We talked about the fall of man because we wanted to explain the reason why did Jesus have to come? He had to come because right. man fell and fellowship with man and God was broken. Then we moved into on the next episode, we talked about uh, loosely the children of Israel and a lot of the uh, types and shadows of things that was happening with Jesus. You know, uh, things in the Old Testament that pointed to Jesus. You know what I mean? 
what my wife say? See them uh doggone vegetarian. <laughs> uh. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? From the beginning. But anyway, so we moved uh talked about some type of shadows. We dug we got a lot into Isaiah where it pointed to a lot of things that was going on that's happening right. to the point of where we at now. Right. Go ahead, Rob. Look like you had son. No, no, I'm just saying right. I'm 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 just nodding with you, brother. Nodding yeah. with you. We also talked about how uh Abraham took his son was it abraham yeah abraham yeah yeah took his son isaiah uh, isaiah isaiah isaac one of my eyes (laughs) isaiah (laughs) his son isaiah because the lord had told him to go basically sacrifice him on the altar but no he took isaac isaac i'm sorry abraham took isaac we apologize y'all act like we ain't been in no christian school robbing you passed before (laughs) i've been to bible college we act like we dumb as as a four dollar bill but anyway right Back on focus. Yeah, so God had told him to sacrifice his son. Abraham had so much faith that he said, look, we'll be back. He told him, look, we're going to go up the mountain, we're going to be back. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, his son asked him at the at that moment, was like, yo, where is the lamb for the sacrifice? He said, God will provide the lamb. But he still laid him on the thing. And before he slid his throat, angel jumped in and said, hey, don't put a hand on the boy. And then there was a ram in the bush. So that yeah. was a type of shadow of Jesus being sacrificed for all mankind. It was Abraham's only, literally only begotten son, right? Similar to Jesus, Jesus was God's only begotten son. Then we got to at the end of our uh meeting, sound like a, a preacher. At the end of our meeting, <laughs> at the end of our uh uh podcast last time, we got to the point of the birth of Jesus and some of those prophecies was made manifest and now we come to what? Mr. Davis we come to uh, after 500 years of silence, we yeah. get into tonight, the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem. So this is going to be, um, we, we're going to be coming from Luke two, yeah. uh, one through 20. And we've been in the NASB Bible. Um, that's what we've been kind of teaching out of. It's real easy to follow along. Yeah. If you're a King James person, grab your King James. New please King don't James, be offended. NIV. No Bible gangsters. Don't please. Be, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is just what we're reading out of tonight. Yeah. See, are, are we putting it up in the middle tonight? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm re- I was waiting on okay, you. Okay, so we're going to start at Luke 2, 1 through 20. This is Jesus' birth in Bethlehem. Now, in those days, again, um, this is after the 500 years of silence, I believe, after God stopped talking to everybody. Yep. And, and you know, then this happened, and that's yeah. the birth of Jesus. Now, in those days, a decree went out to Caesar Augustus. I'm sorry with the names here that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while who these were these names. Uh, Hold on. Cor- let me turn Corinius. this up. I'm, I'm, I'm reading from my phone folks. So that's why I'm looking down. Please forgive me. Corinius was governor of Syria mm-hmm. and all the people were on their way to register for the census, each of its own town. Now, Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was in the house and the family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was betrothed to him, which is engaged, engaged and was yeah. pregnant. Yeah, you could just say, um, <laughs> was it engaged or married? I'm just I want to make sure sit, we get sis messing with you talking but, about phonics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> It's contagious sometimes. Wow. While they were, <laughs> while they were, um, while they were there, time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to the firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a man- manger because there was no room for them in the inn. 
In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock at night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood near them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. And so the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city, and David there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with an angel, multitude of heavenly army of angels praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among people with whom he is pleased. When the angels had departed from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem. Then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen him, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard heard it were amazed with the things that were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard, seen, just as he had told them. Bear with me with that reading there. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is the story of basically, this is what happened. Cause I know that the reading was a little choppy there. Cause I had to turn my phone up in the middle of it, but what yeah. we're talking about right now, Luke two, one through 20, the angels appeared. Like I said, it was a 500 silence, 500 year silence where God didn't talk to man at all. They was just Romans. So everything was going on, but yeah. God had a plan like always. Um, the angels of the Lord that came to, the um, shepherds and said, Hey, a savior has been born I'm from the house of David. This all goes back to the lineage of what we were talking about with, um, in Isaiah talking yeah. about the bloodline and how it would come. Um, yeah. and this is of course, after the Holy spirit appeared to Joseph, letting him know, Hey, look, she, she's, she's with child, but she didn't do anything. She ain't step um, out on this you, is bro. right. She didn't step out, um, stay with her. And they even told him, Hey, you're going to name this baby Jesus. Yeah. And now Jesus is here, and this is the first time Jesus has actually offered gifts and praise. Yeah. In in the in the manger. So um go ahead, see if you to kind of talk about the birth of Jesus here. Yeah, so you know, uh with everything Rob said, you know, like the Lord had came. You know, all the prophecies were beginning to be fulfilled with the birth of Jesus. You know, the amazing right. thing is that the angels came and told them, <laughs> the wifey say, hold on, uh, she say it wasn't no entanglements. <laughs> right. You hear me? Now nah, I went no entanglements. You know what I'm saying? He, she, she was pregnant of the Lord by the Holy Spirit. But yeah, man, so it was uh, the fulfillment of prophecy and Jesus hit the scene. You know, the awesome thing about that was that, like Rob said, the Lord had been silent. People weren't hearing nothing from the Lord for 500 years. And then all of a sudden, boom, prophecy hit and the Lord is here. You know, uh, I just think it's a, it's it's an awesome thing. And, you know, before we keep going, man, I want to say that we count it an honor to even be able to speak about Jesus. Bruh, right. for him to see fit to save us is so awesome. And if you're one of the people that's watching this, and I, I'm sorry, I just feel led to say this. If you're watching this, if you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, feel honored. You know what I'm saying? 
that the that the number one that the word of God had been offered to you, and feel honored that you were smart enough to accept it, and when too dumb yeah. to reject it, because a lot of people reject it. You know what I mean? A lot of people yeah. reject it because they want to live their life and do other things. And I know this kind of off the side, off to the side, but yo, like, feel grateful if you've if you've been engrafted into the vine of the holy family of Jesus and God, man. Never forget how important that is. Don't let yeah. that go aside, you know, because, you know, you, we have these trials at work. We have these things that happen. And sometimes we forget what lineage and what bloodline we are in. Don't ever hold your head down. Man, you are a child of a king. Remember that. Yeah. You know what remember I'm saying? that. Remember that God's not a man that he should lie. He keeps no. his promises. We're talking about, think about this, see, of, of, of everything leading up to tonight. Yeah. It was all in the Old Testament. And yeah. we talked about all these prophecies leading up to Jesus and, and God was, God kept his promise. Yeah, man. The problem is the promises that God give us, we have to be lined up in order to receive those promises. Right. It's over 7,000 promises in the Bible. And I want every single one of them. I'm sorry. Cause you I know what I'm saying? Brother. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But in order for you to receive that, you have to be in line with what God is telling you to do and not do. Go ahead. See. Nah, man. Hey, I'm, I'm with it, bro. Like I agree with you, man. Like, you know, once again, man, if you if you feel like for 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 those of us that may feel worthless, because that's a lot of time a lot of times that's what the enemy wants us to feel like we're worthless. You have right. no worth. Right. Whether you know, maybe you didn't grow up with your father in the home. Well, I didn't either. You know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. you know, you uh uh father was abusive. I ain't had that, but somebody may have had that. Or you you know, you, you grew up with an alcoholic mom, an alcoholic this, or you whatever it may be. The enemy always wants you to feel worthless. But, man, t- let me tell you this, dog. The moment you became got into the family of Jesus, you have one of the greatest worth on this planet because yep. you have kingly blood in you, bro. Like, literally kingly blood is in you because you accepted Jesus. It's like, it's, it's like a literal blood transfusion. Anyway, let me pause, brother. Let's get back into the word. But I just wanted to tell yep. somebody that, bro. You know what I mean? Right. So we're going to uh, Luke 4 next, right? We'll go to Luke 4. So we're going to skip over um, some of the stuff that happened. Just to, We're going to fast forward to when Jesus grows up. But as he's there, um, they start to notice that um, Jesus is not the same. Like he stays in the synagogues and listen to the teachers um, teaching and, and listening to the Bible. And when they ask him, how come you didn't come? It was some other stuff that happened leading up into, um, which all ties into um Week one, Give which me a is second, the temptation. Rob, uh, Go ahead. Computer moving a little slow, so keep going. Okay, no. Um, um, so Luke four one through thirteen. This is um the account of the temptation of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, him going into the wilderness, and um, uh, we'll read over this, and then we're gonna kind of pause. This is where we're gonna really break it down and go over how Jesus got tempted and how there's no new tricks, just new faces, and that's that's the truth. We ready over there, see? Almost. Okay. All right, Luke 4. Uh, Luke 4, at? beginning at verse 1. Okay, let me get it up. Through, get it four, through 13. All right, here we go. All right. Now Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led around by the Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. And when they had ended, He was hungry. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him. It is written, 
man shall not live by bread alone. And he led him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil mm -hmm. said to him, I will give you all this domain and its glory for it has been handed over to me and I give it to whomever I want. Therefore, if you worship before me, it shall be yours. Jesus Hold replied on, to him. Hold Go on, pa pause right there. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. And the devil said to him, I will give you all this domain and its glory for it has been handed over to me. The reason it was handed over to him, don't say, you know, a lot of people say, you know, uh, the earth is the Lord's. It, this is the earth. This is the Lord is our God. But Satan is mm -hmm. the God of this world. And the way he became the God of this world is when we was talking about the fall of man. Yep. When man fell, when Adam, Adam and Eve fell, they handed the keys of this earth realm over to the enemy. That's why yep. Satan can say that. He's not lying when he say this. I, you know, he said, I, the devil said, I will give you all this domain and this glory for it had been handed over to me and uh, I give it to whomever I want. That's why, you know, Satan and, and the demons and all that get the stuff in your mind and stuff be attacking. They have free reign to a degree because of what a Adam falling. But the greatest thing about Jesus coming back, we get our power back. But anyway, carry on. My bad, bro. I just wanted to no, stop no. and say that. I, and um it's actually scripture that says that that he's the god of this satan the god of this world so right. um just just know we're not up here making some stuff up this is this is what's really going it's on in the book um so. yeah therefore if you worship <laughs> before me it shall all be yours and jesus replied to him it is written you shall worship the lord your god and serve him only and he brought him into jerusalem and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you. And on their hands, they will lift you up so that you are not strike your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, it has been stated, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And so when the devil had finished every, every temptation, he left them until an opportune time. Mm. So what we want to talk about on this part about yeah. this temptation is the very thing that's been going on since Adam and Eve. And it was three types of temptation that took place that Satan, he still does today. Yep. And that he, he has done throughout, throughout the Bible to make great men fall to, you know, um, to make um, certain women fall. The yep. first one is called hedonism, which is the pleasure of self-indulgence, meaning hunger and satisfaction. Mm. Um, it was satisfact. It was, it was pleasing to the eye and satisfactory to Eve when she saw the fruit and the hunger, you know, and, um, and, and he, he played, he played on that. And a lot of times, even in today's world, everything is self-indulgence. You know, we want, um, we want that, we want that, um, that, that pleasure when David yeah. fell, he wanted the pleasure from Bathsheba, um, um samson another great man he wanted the pleasure from um he wanted the pleasure from delilah and kept falling for that the, the foolery um the other thing that he tempted um jesus with was egoism which mm. is spectacular and might and what i mean by that you know we talk about ego um i will give you all the kingdoms if you just bow to me and a lot right. of us fall to that um we want the money we want the bag we want the power you know, we want, we want, um, we want the might. We want to be in charge. You know, I want to be I a mean, boss. He does the same thing with people in the music industry. You know there what I'm is. saying? Exact you same thing. Is. What you talking about? 
Go ahead, bro. And, and, the, and the Bible talks about that when the people, when wicked people are in that rule, you yeah. know, the people, and I'm paraphrasing, the people aren't happy, basically. But when the righteous rules, then the people rejoice. Right. And the last thing that he did, and it's getting us to this very day, and all of us can get caught up in it, is materialism. Yeah. The kingdoms and the wealth. And it's been, if you look at some of, um, I believe Saul, um, failed because he wanted the kingdoms because it was like Saul killed a hundred, but David killed thousands. You know what I mean? Right. And he wanted right. that's, that's that might, that power. Um, I want kingdoms. We've had so many wars where people are warring over kingdoms. We have people killing themselves because they can't get the wealth. And this is what the enemy has been doing since the beginning of time. Yeah. And it's the same temptations he gave with Jesus. But the beauty about all of this, Jesus overcame it. And it's greater as he that is in us yeah. than if we're trying to do these things on our own. Go ahead, see. All I was going to say, like, I everything what Rob is saying is facts, right? Because the, the Bible says something. Nothing is new under the sun. So right. Rob illustrated, like, when the devil came to uh, Eve and Adam, basically Eve first, and then Adam, and then Adam together, right? When the devil came to Eve first, he tempted her with the lust of the eye and like the uh, what you say the first thing the hedonism. It, it was yeah, um, hedonism, which yeah. is um hunger slash satisfaction. Right. So and then also came to her with like yo, you basically said in so many words, now you will be gods because Egoism. you won't die. You know you surely right. won't die. You know what I'm saying? And and, and then what God said, they became like us because now they know the good and evil. We got to kick them out, right? So, you know, the thing with this is that we see that Jesus, uh, the great thing about Jesus is that although Satan does all that, what we saw Jesus do, that's what I'm trying to get to. Thank you, Holy Ghost. One thing that we saw Jesus do, every time Satan came to him, what did Jesus answer him with? Scripture. The word. Jesus is the word. There's an, uh, in John, it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word became God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Yes. Jesus literally yes. was the word, but he spoke and answered Satan with the word. I was going to say this, is that, you know, a lot of times in Christianness, you know, as people get more educated, you go to church, you hear a lot of people talk about Paul. Paul was a great person we may have a bible study on him he did a lot of great things but there's yeah. one person in the bible that the bible says is our example it's jesus jesus is our example yeah. which means now jesus lived a perfect life we can never live a perfect life but we always supposed to strive for per perfection we're not supposed to rest in what's the word uh I don't know. I'm thinking wrongness. That ain't the right word. But, you know, we're supposed to always be striving for the best, pushing for the best. And when you're one right. of those people, it is very – you. when you striving for the be best, people that don't want to strive are very uncomfortable around you. We know this yeah. in, in the work field. If you the yeah. guy that say, look, I'm going to own this building one day, you aggravate everybody because yeah. you're not striving. Because they just good with, yo, let me get my 15 an hour. I'm straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a person yeah. that had the mindset, I'm going to own this, is on a whole other level. So us as Christians, we're supposed to strive to be like Jesus, which was perfect. And, uh, ooh, Jesus. Anyway, go ahead. The other, no, the other thing I wanted to tell you, um, the full armor of God. Yeah. You only got one weapon. And that, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Everything else if is you don't defense. Have, everything else is defense. Right. And, and you only got one. So if you're not 
putting the word in you. Just imagine if you get tempted like this, because so many, so many men has failed in the past. I failed. I yeah. fell away because of, 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 of satisfaction and pleasure. You know what I mean? So these type of spectacular and might, you know, I finally got out of um, the bond financial bondage and I had to watch myself because now I got a little wealth yeah. and now it's like, Oh my goodness, I can buy this. I can buy that. Yeah. And it becomes materialism. And it's like, yo, I got the latest, whatever. Right. And I had to check myself like, yo, that's not, that's not what you are about. You know what I mean? But right. getting back to getting back to the temptations, if you don't have the word of God in you, you can't fight like Jesus did. Jesus yeah. came with the word every time he came with something. Right. And you can't, you can't be like, um, see, just brought up Paul. You can't be like them dudes to say, uh, you know, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preached, because them mm -hmm. demons going to eat your tail up. Mm -hmm. I guarantee it. That temptation is going to eat your tail up. It's important that you get in your word because that's your only weapon. Go ahead, see. I had something. Uh, I don't think we're done with this Jesus thing. We always no. going to be on Jesus. But what I'm saying, I had this uh, maybe one more podcast on this subject. But for, for this thing, God gave me this last night. And when you told okay. me, you know, me and Rob, we talked before the show, before the uh, podcast, and we talk about, hey, well, you know what we're going to do or whatever, what God giving you. And God gave Rob some specific things, and it's translate, praise God. And God had gave me something last night, and it was four, the four main things, in my opinion, that Jesus did while he was on earth, right? So I'm going to tell you all these four, and then the next podcast, we may go in depth about it, because I think... It's hard to talk about Jesus and not talk about the miracles because he did a lot of miracles and yeah. it's a part of him. He didn't come just to save your soul. He came to heal your body too. And yeah. just as much as he wants you to co go to heaven, he wants your body straight. And all of us, lot, most people got some type of ailment, you know, and, uh, and a lot of times we just accept that as that our lot in life. Well, you know, I got these bad eyes. Well, I got this bad knee. Well, I got this or whatever. And, you know, we may have those things deal with certain things till we go on to glory. But our posture as believers should always be like, but God going to heal me. I believe yeah. he can heal me. Not just I believe he can, but I believe he going to heal me because he loved me because that's what he did. But anyway, that's a side note. My bad, brother. Four no, things. Lord gave me this last night. Four main things that Jesus did. Let me hold the phone up so I ain't looking down. Four main things that Jesus did while he was on earth. Number one, fulfill Old Testament prophecy. We already seen that even in these few scriptures we watched, we I mean we read, right. he fulfilled, but there's so many more. It's like thousands of prophecies that he fulfilled. Right, right. Number two, he healed the sick. He did a lot of healing of the sick. As we read, I'm a, I'm a, we going to sound like I'm rapping. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, anyway, we're going to go into it and point out some of them next time. <laughs> Number three, he taught the kingdom of God and spoke in parables. He did that a lot, and we need to know why. You know what I'm saying? Why did he speak in parables? Right. And some right. people could get it, other people couldn't. You know what I mean? And the last thing, and one of the greatest things Jesus did, he completed his mission to redeem mankind by dying for all of our sins. Everybody that's watching, everybody that ain't watching, dying for everyone's sins and then rising again. When he rose again, mission complete, right? When he died right. for that. So that was like. It is finished. It is finished. So that was like something the Lord gave me, four things that. You know, Jesus, one, four of the main things that Jesus did while he was on earth. There was many more things, many more things he did. But I think it's very important to uh, for us to understand about Jesus, man. Like, it, he is so, he, he is our Lord and Savior. 
But that example piece is so deep, man, because we have to remember that. We're supposed to be like him. We're supposed to always be striving for perfection, not be perfect, but always right. striving. You know what I'm saying? We right. can't be like, yeah, my wife put up their complacency. We can't be complacent. And it's so easy. Like Rob was talking about, you know, you go for a place where you don't have a lot of financial gain. All of a sudden your money gets great. You're like, I'm going to go to church for it. I'm watching on the phone. I'm straight. Got this bread. You know, right, right. when you ain't had no bread, man, I got to put these ties in, you know, waiting for the overflow for the ties. We may talk about that one day or whatever. And you get your bread right. You get no ties. I'm straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? And a lot of times we change. We flip-flop once we get to a place of what seems like complacency. You know what I'm saying? For example, you know, like Rob got a house. He could be like, man, I'm straight, man. I got this house. Time to retire. Your brother ain't time to retire. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Right. There's more. There's higher levels. You know what I mean? So anyway, go ahead, Rob. No, I mean, everything that you're speaking on is it's the truth. And these are little subtle things from the enemy. You know, and if, yeah. if we go back, um, if, as, as we go back and we look at these temptations, um, I know during the podcast, it was we encouraged during the faith segment. Yeah. And it said, um, don't count it strings when you go through various tests and trials instead of help your faith get stronger. Yeah. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, what I want to tell you is it's not supposed to be easy. The moment you Thanks. grab that Thanks. banner and you wave that flag, yes. you are under attack from everything that is unholy. You know what yes. I mean? It could be your it can be your best friend. They, if they don't have church in them, sometimes, hey, mm -hmm. if the Holy Spirit ain't in them, I ain't gonna say church in them. I'm sorry. If they not hold, if they not, if they're not born again, I yeah. will let you know the enemy can use anything to aggravate you or to get you off track to make you feel like um like i said um hedonism satisfaction yeah. oh you deserve that mm -hmm. you know what i mean you you it's nothing wrong with that you deserve to go ahead and do this you mm -hmm. know what i mean and mm -hmm. just because you may feel like you deserve it to satisfy something it doesn't always mean that it's good for you yeah you know and um i just really want to draw that home if you're going through a test or a trial uh the one that we're supposed to be like Come on now. He was out 40 days, 40 nights. He out there getting tempted. Right. And we, you know, I'm just, I know we got a lot more stuff when it comes to the technology, but none of this is new to God. He knew right. it. And that Holy Spirit is in you for a reason to help you battle because the battle is his. It's not ours, you know. So go ahead, see. And speaking of the Holy Spirit, lean unto him. Ask him questions. Yes. You know what I mean? You're not a crazy person. Lean unto him because Jesus, the Son of God, Leaned unto the spirit. Like when Jesus was on earth, he was a man. He was still yeah. God, but he was a man. That's why his life was the real example for us because he came out and like, okay, I have to do this and do this perfectly to redeem mm -hmm. man. Because Adam before that sin was perfect. That's why they call him the second Adam. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But, yo, lean unto the Holy Spirit, guys. You know, the Holy Spirit can help you with everything. And he yep. will speak to you. You know, now there's other things about, and when we talk about leaning to the Holy Spirit, we ain't talking about speaking in tongues and all that. That That's a great experience that can happen to anybody. But anybody who's saved, the Holy Spirit is living in them. If yes. you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is lean, living in you, and you should lean unto him. You know what I'm saying? And ask the Holy Spirit, yo, what I need to put on today? My wife does that a lot. Like, she'd be like, what I'm wearing today, Holy Spirit? And, like, sometimes if I'm in my flesh and mind, girl, put this on. <laughs> But she's right. It's right. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know. Rob said earlier, 
you know, that, that, you know, if you have Jesus in you and you have the spirit of God living in you, the enemy, you're a target for the enemy, basically what Rob was saying. Yeah. And he, the enemy wants to take you out. And the reason he wants you take, wants to take you out, because when you are Christian, your life affects others. And you know, like yeah. the virus, you know, like we, we, we living in a pandemic right now. Praise God. It seemed like we getting towards the end. And what was the main thing they wanted to do? Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Why they want you to quarantine? Because they didn't want the virus to spread, right? Okay. If we look at being a Christian, it's not a virus, but you know how a virus spread? Christianity, you can live like a Christian and never say nothing about God and affect people's lives. Yep. Totally affects their lives. Because they people know the light of Christ. Demons, devil worshipers, people that don't believe in Jesus, they know hmm, something different about him. Some of these people right. hate you because of the light of Christ. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's important to recognize that these attacks are going to come just like it attack. If it atta- <laughs> if Satan attacked the son of God, who is you? You're going to get attacked too. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Go ahead, bro. No, no, you, I, you was on the road. Just, um, and so as we go back over this and we talk about, um, like Isaiah and how um, Jesus came and fulfilled the prophecy. And as we get ready to go forward, those four things that um, that C talked about, you know, the miracles, um, completing his mission. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other two things that you had, C? Fulfilling Old Testament prophecy. Proph- uh, yeah. Heal the sick. Uh, okay. Talk so, the kingdom of God and complete his mission. So fulfilling the old testament prophecy when we first started this bible study we talked about how a lot of people say the bible contradicts itself because they'll say the old testament says one thing but the new testament says the other but yeah. right here as you can as you can plainly see jesus fulfilled those prophecies and we and we went through those um we went through those you know last week and in yeah. isaiah 53 and isaiah 40 and isaiah 7 mm-hmm. all of these things were prophecy of jesus coming you know, right. um, Isaiah, Isaiah seven talked about Mary's conception. Isaiah um, 40 talked about um, John the Baptist preaching the coming of Jesus. Yeah. And then, you know, we saw um, the other things of showing Jesus coming to Isaiah 50, um, 53, mm-hmm. leading into his his being born in a manger um, to a to a virgin to a virgin um, mother. Yeah. And as soon as he grows up the first thing that happens is temptation. And this is the second Adam as, yeah. as C has mentioned. So once the second Adam got here, the devil, this, this here's the thing. The devil already saw what this meant. Yeah. What we didn't go into when they, when, um, um, the reason why they couldn't find a place to sleep and, um, kind of expound on that, um, see about them looking for Jesus to try to get him out of there before it even happened. And right. I, um, so go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about that a little bit. So they was looking for him. Like it was one of the Caesars. I think I can't remember his name. One of the Caesars was, uh, what up DJ, uh, DJ city. Yeah. So it was one of the Caesars that was saying, yo, do a census. Right. And in another account, if you don't know, uh, Matthew, Luke, Mark, and John, are all four different accounts of the same story from four different apostles, basically. Right. Right. And uh, Luke is a doctor, and, you know, he got more detail because doctors are more detailed. But one of right. the things was, one of the accounts says how that that Caesar was, he put out an edict, basically, or uh, I don't know what the other word, edict, I know what edict means, but a decree 
anybody under two years old, kill them, the babies. He was doing that because he was trying to kill Jesus. Because obviously the enemy had whispered in his ear and like, yo, Bible didn't directly say that, but obviously that evil comes from the enemy. So the enemy had gotten his ear like, yo, you know, we need to get rid of this Jesus because look, we got, cause we know what he's going to do. So that was what Rob was talking about. Why that came out, you know, uh, it's a sad thing, but the enemy wanted to stop. The enemy has been the same. Just like think about Adam before Adam could ever even walk in his authority. Who was there? Enemy in the form of a snake came, got at his wife, tried to, shipwreck everything that God was going to do. But like uh, a ram in the bush earlier, God had a ram in the bush sent his son. But the enemy tried to do the same thing to Jesus, to shipwreck him before Jesus. This was before Jesus performed any minute, any miracle before his yep. ministry even launched. This before he even got baptized <laughs> and yep. the enemy tried to come cut him off. Enemy does that with a lot of us. You know, a lot of people, you know, God forbid may have had some things happen to them when they was young. You know what I'm saying? Some some wrong things that happen because the enemy wants to take you out before you come into where you're supposed to be. And if, you know, if some of you are watching and you kind of teeter-totter and like, you know, I know Jesus, but I don't really want to be bold about him. I just want to have my Jesus and go and go to heaven. You know, it may not be for you, but you got to think about the other people that need him. Every yeah. one of us have a certain amount of people that we're called to reach. And if you're dragging your feet on it, then those people may not, they may come to Christ later than what they're supposed to. They may get taken out by the enemy before they come to Christ like they're supposed to because you dragged your feet. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to go as far as say they blood is on your hands, but, bro, you got, we got to be about our business for the believers. Yeah. If you're not a believer, look, as you're not a believer, continue to watch us and learn about Jesus. You know, we have a lot of fun on the other podcasts. On here we more. You know, we, we we laugh and we smile, but we're more about trying to let you know about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and as well as other things of the Bible. Uh, choose him today. You yeah, know, every Bible cool. study, we're going to end with an altar call because we right. want you to know who he is. And, you know, me and Rob say this a lot. Don't ever get it twisted. We is missional. You know, yeah. we like sports, but this ain't a sports show. You know, the regular not the same podcast. You know, we like music, but this ain't just a music show. You know, we love God and we love the God of the Bible and we love his son that was sent to die for me and Rob sin and everybody who's watching sin. We love yeah. him. Go ahead, Rob. Look like you got something. No, I just wanted to say the thing about why Jesus wasn't taken out because of something he said earlier. The Holy Spirit told Joseph, don't go that way. Go this way. Mm. You know what I mean? So Bruh. he was in he was in tune yes. to what the Holy Spirit said. And it's been yes. so many times where you get ready to walk out the door and I've heard the Lord say, okay, wait, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. I wait. And then when I get up the street, it's an accident. I'm like, man, had I not waited, I could have been a part of this accident. Not saying trying to go deep, but things like that does happen. The other thing the is time. it's certain people that you watching mm -hmm. on, on, on the thing can impact that I can't get to. Yes. There's certain people that will never listen to Robert Dean, Robert Davis, but they'll listen to everything. Christopher Moore, C. Micah, mm -hmm. um, Sharon Taylor, Sharice Ward, whoever, um, um, B.J. Jefferson, whoever is yeah. listening. I, I, I'm yeah. just seeing some of the names that only you, only you can reach Yeah. because you have a relationship with them. So when they see that light that's in you, they're listening to what you have to say. You yeah. can't get offended off of that. The enemy knows this. So yes. therefore, his mission is to come and take you out. 
-hmm. or if he can't take you out, have you in that complacency that we talked about earlier, where I'm just, I'm just happy just doing me right here. I'm not going to say anything. And and it's perfect because now you're complacent. We're not saying you going to hell, but what about all the people that you could have reached? Right. And it's, I'm not saying go on. You don't have to hit the streets. Me, I hit the streets with other brothers and I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, we on North side, West side, South side, we in the hood stuff goes down. I don't knock anybody that don't go to the hood at all. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't blame, I don't, I don't blame anybody that want to do that, but your mission may be something else. Right. When you work, let your light shine. When you're, yes. when you're driving, let your light shine. I, yeah. I, I say I got road aggravation, <laughs> but I don't cut yeah. people off. I make comments, <gasps> but I don't cut, I don't cut people off. And then you find yourself putting in, in positions and areas right. where the enemy can, just take you out just like that. So kind of, kind of let that sit on y'all, man. Like you, like you have a special anointing about your life that Mm -hmm. nobody else has Mm -hmm. because you're unique. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. And, and, and God created that. That's why he sent Jesus for you, us, so that you could be born again, saved, filled with the Holy spirit so that you can reach others. Go ahead. See, you know, uh, I wanted to explain too. uh, (laughs) What happened? <laughs> Sanctify Stanley in Sanctify the building. Stay. <laughs> I want to explain too. If you had never heard this term, I thought about this the other day, just in case you you don't know what that means. If you hear someone say anointing or anointed, you know, in the Bible, the anointed when someone was chosen by God, they anointed them with oil. It means like a choosing, God's hand, God's choosing, and. He met in, in the anointing, so to speak, like when someone say, you know, Rob said, uh, you know, this may not, it may not, I may not have the anointing that you have to do this, right? God chose and empowered you to do something like that. You know, like somebody that's anointed to sing. Everybody can sing, but that one person sing and you almost, you just start crying and you don't understand yeah. it because they sung the same song. They may have even more talent, but the anointing is on them, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. God's a, a favor, not favor, God's power and his choosing. Mm-hmm. Other words, he's empowering her words that sing it or his words that sing it and it's reaching or, uh, or when it comes to preaching, you could tell it a whole lot in preaching. And when I say that when a preaching, somebody can preach and they're quiet, right? And they're not very lively, but it seemed like every word they say, punch you in the in the chest because god's anointing is on those words and it's something about you know what Mm. thank you holy ghost that's why i rolled up let's see if i can get this uh screen to roll there's a scripture that jesus said right here uh and it's very important let me pull this up before we get up out of here guys Yeah. yeah and we can you can take this for yourself so jesus said this right down below right He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to to the captives or good news to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to set free those who are oppressed and proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. Jesus said that, right? Take this for yourself. If the spirit of the Lord is upon you, right, because he has anointed me to bring good news, like when somebody is preaching and the spirit of the Lord is upon them and they have anointed them, some things will happen, right? Because you, 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 it's like you can, it's like the word to be so pure to you. It's like, man, 
I got it. You know, like sometimes they say church was good. What they talking about? I don't know. It'll be those times the church was good. What are you talking about, man? He broke down how the spirit of the Lord was upon me, this, this, right. this, because God's anointing, he chose his choosing, he putting his power, his his anointing got a lot of meanings, but his choosing, like the anointing first started in the old testament when they they anoint somebody with oil to mean God chose this person. So I stick with that, because you know, that's the thing called the law of first mention. So when it's first mentioned, it's talking about how God when God chose somebody, they anointed them with oil. And the anointing means God's choosing. So he's choosing to be upon this person as they preach his word. And then there's something that it cuts through people. It cuts to people where they get it. You know what I'm saying? Like the next dude could come up and say it and they don't get it. Everybody has an anointing or, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost, or a gifting about them. You know what I mean? And when they do it, everybody get it. Like i give you an example. There's a rapper. Uh, we may have him on one time. His name is Minister. Used to be in St. Louis. Most anointed rapper I ever seen. Right? Just he he he's talented, but the anointing is on there. Like this man, it just it's a difference. And anybody heard him like, right. yeah, that dude's anointed. I know God is on yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? But God does that everybody has something that God has anointed them to do. You know what I'm saying? What was you placed on this earth to do? Me personally, I can tell you, I was placed on this earth to preach the gospel. I know that. Now I work in vending, that's my job. But I wouldn't birth on this earth to fill vending machines, <laughs> you know, right. to move vending machines. But that's my work, and it, pro- it provides for my family, and it's great. But the, what God chose and put me on this earth to do is proclaim the gospel of the Lord, however it may be, whether it's rapping or what we're doing right now or whatever. That's my gifting. And if you don't know what yours is, ask the Lord, what have you gifted me? What have you called me to do? Why am I here? Because the job for some people is a calling. Some people are put on this earth to be a doctor. And the greatest impact they have on the world is them being a doctor. You know? And somebody may be put on this earth to be, you know, a manager. And the greatest impact they can ever have on the world will be the manager. Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, we should seek to find out what, what what has God given us that we're supposed to be doing on this earth. Because then you become a lot more effective. You know what I mean? And uh, I feel like a preacher. Hey, uh, <laughs> like a preacher say, yeah, that's, that's for free. Uh, brother Nathan, what's up, brother? Make your tents, bro. Right. So, like, you know, uh, you know so that that can be a job. Somebody in the Bible was a tent maker. I think that might have been Paul that yeah. was a tent maker. You know what I'm saying? Tent was providing for their ministry if you've been called into, you know, uh, uh, preaching ministry or whatever. So, to wrap all, the, all that up, what I, what I meant by that is like, you know, God has given everybody gifts. Everybody mm-hmm. got a gift for something, whatever it may be. Your gift may be able to talk. Like, I believe my wife, she's going to laugh at me and mess with me, but I believe she's literally anointed to talk. Literally yep. anointed to talk right. and to cook. Praise the Lord. That's why I'm white. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Hey, but, see, go ahead, bro. No, my, my, no, I wanted to say... Okay, so the Bible says your gifts will make room for you. Bring you. I'm gonna say this story man. real quick. Um, um, I want to um say this one story and we can wrap it up. Okay, because me and C was both at this conference. You know, yep. um, when the Tito guy, you know, he came with the flaming hot Tito's. Yeah, it, it yeah. sound it sound, sounds crazy as ever, but he was a janitor, mm-hmm. and this man prided himself on being a janitor and cleaning. Like yeah. he put pride in his name on mm-hmm. cleaning toilets and mm-hmm. 
him doing that, cleaning bathrooms and toilets, put him in a position mm. where now he's a millionaire because he came up with the recipe for flaming hot Cheetos. Mm -hmm. But because he took, took he took pride, and I'm not talking about we're not going to even get into that. He took pride in his job and he did his, let's just say he did his work unto the Lord. We'll do that. And he didn't worry about what nobody else said and yeah. his gift made room for him. And now he's a millionaire because he came up with the recipe of flaming hot Cheetos yeah. all because he did one job. So just because you may hate your job right now, you're do it as unto the Lord. Like remember who you're working for and who you yeah, represent. Man. You represent yeah, the man. kingdom. Yes. You have no idea what doors can open and who they it may put you in front of yes. to yes. elevate you where you're supposed to be. So just think about that. Yeah, everything that Rob just said, man, like fully, I fully, man, it is so on point. Like it is so important. You never know what doors are open for you doing your job. And even to go with what, what I was talking about before that, how, you know, God gave you a gift, right? And like you may know, you may know that, look, I was called to preach. Like I knew it from a young boy. I was going to be preaching something somehow, right? I don't mean I ain't got no job, right? Even right. though I got this higher call that I know the Lord gave me, you know, to to preach. And he gave me the ability to preach. I have a job, and you're supposed to work as unto the Lord, like Rob was saying. And what if that man that had this million-dollar idea, right, and he may have known, he may have known that idea for years because we saw the guy uh, talk at this conference we was at with my wife. Yeah. What if he just went like, I got this million dollar deal. I ain't got no time for this job. He may have never got in front of the people to get that idea out. Think about that, y'all. Think about that. If he wouldn't have worked as unto the Lord, I don't even know if this man was a believer. He might have been. We don't know. But the principles work, right? right? If he right. wouldn't have worked or did his job with uh, diligence, that's the word I'm thinking, with great diligence and humility and honor, he would have never got in front of the people to get that idea out that made him a millionaire like that. That's something. So that job you hate, stop telling everybody you hate the job. Do it as unto the Lord. Or a car. Yeah, I, let me pre preach to myself. Yeah, One thing I admire about my brother Rob, Rob car is always clean, always right. He keep it clean, right? But that's his car. He like his car. But you know what that also is doing? Honoring what God gave him. Cause I knew when Rob didn't have that car, you know what I'm saying? I knew when it was different, but that's honoring what God gave you. So even if you don't per se like your job, or this is not your job or the future or the job to get you into the, uh, you know, four bedroom house, the big, big house or whatever, honor that job. I see it all the time at the airport. A lot of people, you know, Miss Winder, a lot of people here that's on the airport. I seen people that be pushing the uh, customers around, you know, and I seen ones they don't they have a bad attitude, come with a do rag on their head, sagging, halfway paying attention to people, and they still doing it. Then I seen the other people that smiling. Yes, ma'am, can I help you? Can I do all that? And then next thing you know, they're in a higher position, a, a position they can retire from. Why is that? Because honoring that what God has gave them. The principles work. I don't even know if these people are believers, but the principles, God's principles work. Period. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let yeah. me see what some people talking about, man, before we get up out of here. Uh, BJ say that's good. Appreciate you, BJ. Uh, the voice say, yes, sir, work as unto the Lord. It impacts your witness. Big time, big time brother. Yeah, big, big time, time. Big time. Miss Winder say, yep. And then uh, <laughs> Nathan say, oh, Lord, help me. Holy Ghost, time to get the car. with Brother, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. <laughs> Every time I get in Rob's car, I be like, man, I need to wash my car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Rob redeemed of, of a beat. Uh, Rob redeemed oh. of a beast. <laughs> Rob redeemed of a beast. All right, Pastor T. Yeah, man. Pastor T. Bird, man. So, yeah, you know, uh, we running long tonight, man. But we definitely want, you know, the Lord was on my heart. And I know it's on Rob's heart, too, just to encourage you guys. If you believe yeah. us, do not quit. We said it on the podcast the other week. I'm going to say it again. Do not quit. The Bible, there's a scripture that says, do not grow weary of well-doing. Don't yeah, grow man. weary of it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because a lot of times people will tell you, oh, I understand. Everybody flip out and lose that, you know, snap. You don't have to. You don't have to. We have to learn how to give our anxieties, our stresses, our pains, our worries, our fears. We need to give it to the Lord. We need to give it to the Lord. You know, there's something, there's a scripture that is in Philippines that says, casting every, everything, uh, Casting down every high imagination. Man, you know what I'm trying to say. Look, give it to the Lord. <laughs> give it to the Lord. I, I forgot the scripture. I, I know as soon as we get off. But no, I just, you laughing it, at? It, 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 it's Philippians, folks, because my man said it's in the Philippines. I, I did. Oh, my bad. My bad. In Philippians, not in the Philippines. <laughs> yes, cast party. Like I made a song about it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, man, you got to cast though. every high imagination, casting down every high imagination that tries to exalt itself above the knowledge of Jesus. How can you relate that to your anxieties and your pains or whatever? When you got anxiety about something, you know what you're not thinking about? Jesus. So it's, it's making yeah. itself above Jesus. So we need to cast it, let it go. And it, it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> Philippines is a country. I know, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Philippines is a country, but in Philippians, uh, like my wife said, uh, Peter five and seven. It's Peter five and seven that that scripture. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. So, you know, <laughs> this is funny. But anyway, man. Yeah, you guys be encouraged, man. That's what yeah, we want y'all to know tonight, to, man. To Just hey, be encouraged. Be encouraged. On, man. on a lighter note, growing up, yeah. I had a teacher that every time we made a mad said Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. It wasn't until I got into church that I found out who these three people she kept. She like, kept naming. She talking about? <laughs> like, who is Jesus, Mary, and Joe? I thought it was one name, bro. So just on a lighter oh, note, just letting y'all know. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> you stupid, <laughs> <dog>. <laughs> Yeah, so just <laughs> end it on a light note. We Ms. Wine said we knew what you meant. It's all good. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Wine. Thank you, sis. You know I didn't meet I didn't meet Jesus and didn't know who Mary or Joseph was until I was um grown, brother. So. DJ Paul said, "Lord, <laughs> with a T." <laughs> yeah. So some of the words that we said for um for um for yeah. our, our Baptist folks, we love you. Um, yeah. Anointing is anointing. Anointing. Um, <laughs> Lord, that's what he was Lord. talking about. Lord, that's right. So we just want to we just want to um, or, or or Tyler Perry, <laughs> yeah, or Brown. Yeah. So yeah. For anyway, our, man. Our brown brothers and sisters, but we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Um, see, yeah. yeah, I get it. So, we thank y'all for watching, man. We thank y'all for coming back and enjoying this time in the Bible with us. I know we got you know, start acting silly, or whatever. That's what us, man. Joy, the joy, <laughs> the flush. Shut up, man. I can't even <laughs> in the flush. You're right. You're right. Hey, brother. <laughs> 
had somebody tell me I was in the flush. I had no idea. This is when I first got saved. Them braids right. is the flush. <laughs> I had braids in my head, brother. They told me I you so was flush. in the flush for having braids, Lord Jesus. Brother, help. I I repented because I didn't know what flush was. Lord, help 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 us help us help us, Lord. All right, brother. Let's get serious. Yo, man. So for real, man, if if you enjoyed this Bible study, look, we appreciate y'all watching. We appreciate y'all being a part, coming back. But one thing we want you to know, and it's very important, man, like if you do not know Jesus, you can know him today. You can know him today. Don't wait. You know, a lot of times uh, I always heard this, you know, I'm going to get old and come to Jesus. I'm going to get old and go and go to church. Look, man, tomorrow is not promised. We know how it is. We got crazy people running up in movies, shooting folks or whatever. You need to have fire insurance. And what I mean by that, if you chose Jesus, we'll put it this way. You're going north and you ain't going to be hot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can be with the right. Lord. And we want you to be able to know the Lord that we, the Lord that changed our lives, that changed some of the people that's come in life. But the only way you'll get to know him is, number one, you got to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. That is Romans 10, 9. If you believe in your heart and confess through your mouth that Jesus and Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. But not just that, you also have to that you will be saved. But you need to learn of him. You need to learn of him. You need to get to a church. You need to get involved with a church. Do some things. You know, a lot of us been to churches where we felt ignored, and that makes you want to turn away from God. Get into God. Find a church where you can be involved, where you can do stuff, where they're challenging you to be better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Find yeah. A, Maybe find a church that got small groups. You know, I, my church do small groups. is one of the greatest things ever because I tell Rob, me and Robert say this all the time. You don't want to live in sin when you're leading somebody. You want to get yourself straight. You know what I mean? Right. But anyway, man, we would love for you to meet our father through his son tonight. And I, you know, I'm going to say this again. If you want to know Jesus, all you have to say, number one, this will be the first step, is say, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord. I repent of my sins and I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart. If you say that with your true heart, Jesus will come into you and you will change. You won't be the same. You will not be the same. Amen. Go ahead, Rob. I don't have anything, brother. I yeah. don't lead after that. Yeah, man. So we thank y'all for watching. Uh, come back on the, I don't know what the date is, but the third Tuesday of this Here, month. Let me look it up. Let me look, look it, it up, up right quick to let everybody know the date yeah. when we'll be back. Um, so we'll be back on the 18th. Um, that's um one day after tax date has been extended. Just want to let y'all know that you know because we want you to you know render unto Caesar. <laughs> what is due Caesar? Keep reading it. Keep reading this New Testament. <laughs> They'll tell you about and, that too. Jesus said that. Yeah. Yeah. So um no. The the 18th is one we're due back, which will be the third um Wednesday, May 18th, Tuesday, May 18th. And that's a special day for so many reasons. But uh we thank y'all, man. We'll check y'all next time. Like we say all the time. Uh I'm C Michael. I'm Robert Dean. And we is out. Catch y'all next time. See y'all Thursday. Take them wherever they go. Everywhere, make them known. I wanna make them clones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Modeling Christ alone.